0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh
1: Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good, good guys. guys.
0: There's a lot of guys out there.
1: And we're the good ones. I've been told that I don't introduce guests. Okay. And people are always like, who the fuck is that? And it's like, <laughs> how don't you know who Paige Sorbo is? Like, do we really need to give you an introduction? You know, Our mothers because- do.
2: I never say hi on my podcast. I'm yeah. never like, hey, everyone. I just start. Yeah. So don't even worry about giving me an intro.
1: No, but we need to. So <laughs> let's see. Uh, we have podcasts. a lot of
0: older Jewish po- ladies that are our fans <laughs> <laughs> that are going to be introduced to the greatness at his page. So we, go for it, Ben.
1: We, ben. we do. Okay, so podcast legend, does that work? That works. Okay, cool. <laughs> TV star, thank does you. that work? That is phenomenal. How does TV star though, like you hear movie star and you're yeah. like, oh my God, a movie star. right? And then you a hear list. TV star and you're like, eh.
2: And then you hear reality TV star and yeah. you're really like,
1: eh. I like reality <laughs> TV star more than TV star, right? Really? No, yeah.
2: I feel like TV star is like, you still studied to do something mm. and performing here. Mm. Reality is like, you should get a therapist and yeah. then work on that and then come yeah. back.
1: Yeah. But like we're with a movie star. Do you understand true. that? That's Like true. Josh is a freaking Golden Globes Oscar oh winning <laughs> everything movie
0: star Oppenheimer. I can't listen. I'm just I, I'm one of you guys. You're Don't just feel a regular threatened.
2: guy. I'm a yeah. regular
0: Joe. I'm in yeah. therapy. I'm on Ozempic. I'm just like you. Just kidding. You're, but you're just I, I toy down with to day. earth. Yeah, listen. I am on a GLP one antagonist. <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm what just. What the heck I, is that? That's Ozempic. Uh,
1: <laughs> that's like that's like like there's like semaglutide and then there's <laughs> Ozempic. Where Josh is on the generic stuff, I'm on the hard stuff. Got it.
0: Okay. Are you a name J- brand? You're name brand.
1: I'm on name brand. Oh no, no, no. you god damn it, you know me better than I know myself. <laughs> I was on the name brand. I went off. Now I'm on non-name brand, but it's mixed with B12. So like it's But it's better. all the same shit. Sort of. It's kind of like if you, when you go to Dwayne Reed or like a CVS, are you buying like generic Tylenol or are you buying Tylenol? I'm buying Tylenol. Yeah. And you feel a little weird about buying generic, right? Yeah. So like you'd be on Ozempic. You wouldn't want the semaglutide because of status. Right. But like some people are like comfortable with taking the, is it Amphetamine? Acetaminophen. Which one is the Tylenol?
0: Uh, acetaminophen is Tylenol. That's yeah. the generic name, or ibuprofen for Ag. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then okay, you look in the it.
1: ingredients, and they're exactly the same. Yeah. We talk wow. about Ozempic nonstop. We're so
0: obsessed.
2: No, it's it's happening. It's here. Word I obsessed. love talking about it.
0: We love it. I'm the king of non-name brand things, like almost yeah. to a fault. Where sometimes my wife goes, like, just stop it. Can we please not buy cereal <laughs> like, in a bag? Can it come in a box? You cheap fuck.
2: Like, are you the kind of guy? Like, you're going to the grocery store and she's like, okay, I want cinnamon toast crunch. And you're bringing home something like <laughs> kind of cinnamon toast crunch, but not the actual cinnamon toast crunch.
0: Yeah, I'm bringing uh, home cinnamon toast crisp.
2: No, oh my, that's divorce immediately, I feel like.
0: There's
1: nothing more Jewish summer camp than the fake <laughs> off brand cereals. Like, I would have like. Like, I don't know, like Cheery Loops or like, I'm trying to think <laughs> yeah. of like those names, like Coco Crown. Totally and the box right. like these...
2: always like semi looked like the real box. Yeah,
1: they would rip them off. Yeah. RC Cola, I had so much Wait, RC Cola.
2: I love RC Cola really? though. I'm a big RC Cola girl. Well,
1: technically then you're drinking, is that not like generic RC Cola? I feel like that's like grocery store Diet Coke.
2: No, they're their own company. Are they? Like they're Royal Crown. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Wow. Oh, yeah. Are you? An Who investor? knew that's what it stands for? <laughs>
1: Paige,
2: okay, really? you're bringing a lot to this Wait, podcast. I, I may have just totally made that up.
1: <laughs> I think you did. I think, I think I did. Are you thinking Crown Royal? <laughs> the brand? No,
2: no. Yeah. I think they are called Royal Crown. Royal
1: Crown we'll Cola. We'll have to fact
2: check it. Uh, but but if they, they are like a company, I think. If they
1: are, they really need to go hard rebrand. Yeah.
0: Royal Crown Cola?
2: <laughs> like they could do a whole rebrand.
0: They could. We could star to,
2: in the commercial.
0: But you grew up in New York, <laughs> right, Paige?
2: I did. I grew up in upstate New York in Albany. So like two and a half hours north. But I've lived in the city now for 10 years. Wow. So I feel like I'm really anno- like, what's the word? You, think you're, Angry you think you're a city
1: girl? But you're lying yeah, to yourself.
2: I feel like I'm a city girl because I'm frustrated all the time. That's my favorite like emotion is to be, just be annoyed at mm. things. So I feel very New York.
0: Wow. Albany. Any um uh, relation to the Cuomo's? no relation (laughs) Um, shout out the former governor and his nipple rings
2: yeah no no relation to any any governors in new york
0: what's it like growing up in a state capital state capitals are weird
2: you know what it's funny i feel like everyone always forgets that albany is the state capital of new york nothing different like growing up in the capital it's not like i was like going to albany capital to do things you know the, fir-
1: the first time I ever did Molly was in Albany. Really, I went to visit my friend that went to the University of Albany. Yep. And Josh, have I told this story before? You have, but we love it. <laughs> Damn, it. <laughs> it's Same unbelievable. Too. I have like six stories, and I have amnesia. Wait, and I, I always know I'll tell you the yeah. story. But like for the morons listening, like I'm sorry. <laughs> And that's what we call our listeners, by the way. Okay. That's not like I'm not being. It's mean endearing. To them. They're no, they're yeah, the morons and they're
2: stupid. Yeah, just okay, making got it. sure that
1: you know. <laughs> but they're also morons. Right. But we all are. Uh, so went to visit my friend at University of Albany. Yep. What a special place. That
2: is. What year would this have been?
1: I think I went to visit him in 2010. Okay. And we went to, like a classic. Rave yeah. Chucky, if you remember him was performing. Yep. It was an all-white party. Mm-hmm. It's probably like 12 o'clock. We thought this party was going till three in the morning. My friend's like, You want to try Somali? I'm like, oh, I'm scared. He's like, No, you're gonna have the best time. You're gonna dance. I'm like, sure. Take Somali, 12 o'clock. All of a sudden, party shuts down at 1230. So my entire Experience on Molly started after all the music was out. Oh, no. Everything was like I was anxiety done. Anxiety Oh, it was terrible. I went back to his apartment. I took a shower and I danced in the parking lot for like four hours. Because I, had, I had no other choice. It was Bent either hugging like, people in the parking lot of a Wegmans. <laughs> it was either literally kill myself from anxiety or oh, just like dance and just like get into it. And don't do drugs, kids. The kids listening, no, it's just not really worth it. Not it's good. not worth it.
2: It's really not. No. And it's I hate to sound old, but it's not like when we were young. No, it's, it's not. Really not. It's really
1: not. It's not, because now all of a sudden they're putting fentanyl in no, all our it's drugs.
2: Just, it's not even it's not even fun anymore. Josh, but-
0: the Fent. Is the Fent hot in LA? <laughs> Dude, the Fent is hot everywhere. And yeah. I can't believe that I agree with you that drugs are weird now, especially. Yeah. And I also like if I meet, if you're 40 and you're like, I do a couple key bumps at New Year's, I'm like, we can't be friends. Like nope. your priorities are just not in order, my boy. Like, no. And, no. They, and they'll defend it.
2: We went out. Okay, me and Claudia and the bunch of girls went out on Saturday night. I'm not kidding. I, first of all, I could not keep up with anyone there. They could drink so much. I had like a drink and a half. I was out the whole Sunday. Like I yeah. was done for. I didn't even know if I was going to be able to recover by Monday. So to think about doing Molly now, no.
1: Claudia literally had the flu and can still drink anybody under the table. Like she's-, she, she's No, she's insane. It's unbelievable.
2: There was I was like, there's no way no. this little girl to my right oh, yeah. is going to knock back five skinny margaritas at mm-hmm. dinner and then be like- getting everyone to go to the she's next perfect. spot. She's, it, I was like, Claudia for president. No, how is
1: she the, the next Ben? How, how does she recover? Well, yeah. c- well, considering she actively had like the flu, we actually found out that it was sinusitis, <laughs> but she had like a deep illness. I don't yeah. know if you heard like her deep, croupy cough. She no. didn't tell you, right? Yeah, that's classic. Claudia. <laughs> 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 she, she was so unbelievably sick. And so the but next day, she, she was using a
0: Ricola vape. She yeah. Ricola juice in her vape. <laughs> oh my God. What a great
1: idea, Josh. Right? A Ricola oh, vape? No wow. one steal oh, that, that.
0: Oh, wow. that's so
1: good. Oh, I love it. But yeah, she yeah she's she's a good drinker.
2: Yeah, she's good. Oh yeah. Um, But that was a very fun night. That was really fun. Like, that's what I'm into now. Like, going to a long dinner and then going to one spot after. But they have to have couches at that spot after. Yeah. You know, or else I'm not going.
1: Sometimes if the dinner's too heavy, I can't go anywhere after the dinner, too. No. Like, you guys went for Italian food. I can't go for Italian food and then go out. I go for Italian food and go to sleep.
2: But we were like sex in the city girls at dinner. Yeah. We were like, oh my God, pasta, more dirty martinis. And then we left.
0: <laughs> my friend recently was at a party and he's in his early 40s and he's like, Josh, I had one of the worst nights of my life. I'm like, say more. <laughs> I bet. And he's like, I was at a party and it was fun and I was drinking and then I drank a little too much and I didn't really realize it until I got in the Uber home. And I literally five minutes in said pull over and I'm retching, throwing up out the door and I'm so embarrassed and I'm like, just go, it's fine. He said, so I call (laughs) another Uber. I get in the, the new Uber. And five minutes later I proceed to retch and throw up and and at this point I'm like feeling bad for him I'm like I get it dude like yikes, but I I hear ya He's like so I decide to walk home Which is about three miles because I'm just too embarrassed to keep throwing up in an uber And here's what he told me this part of the story was when I started to judge I don't know why you guys tell me he goes and I was walking home and it was dark and I tripped and I fell and I broke my glasses it was at that point, I was like, you have a drinking problem. (laughs) Anyone who breaks their glasses drinking needs to reconsider their life. No, and
1: also like, what a loser. (laughs) Like, I'm I'm sorry, if you have broken glasses,
2: you're a loser. (laughs) And someone didn't come and step on them and scream nerd at you. Yeah, you're a
0: loser, you're a loser. (laughs) I felt so bad, I just imagined him like hung over at Warby Parker the next day going like, do you have any frames to fit my face? (laughs) (laughs)
2: he's like bringing them in and he has them in both hands
1: as long as he didn't tape them, i've had to do that before yeah (laughs) It's it's very sad
2: i will say over for new year's eve craig and i really wanted to be like we wanted to be new year's eve party hosters like we wanted all of our friends to be like oh every year Paige and craig they host a great new year's eve party like anyone can come so we're pumped for this party like we plan everything we get a caterer we like at one point we were going to get an ice luge like we were just we were having we were doing caviar bumps like it was a great party everyone gets there at like around seven o'clock we kind of did start it a little early because most of our friends were getting babysitters so they were pumped for it seven o'clock i start drinking promptly, I would say, by 11 p.m., I'm upstairs throwing up everywhere. Mm. Couldn't understand what was going on. Craig wow. comes in. I'm like dying to the point where I'm like, you have to call an ambulance. You have to get everyone out of the party. Like everyone needs to go home. Ugh. I'm unwell. My fingers started cramping up. Oh. And I started saying like, I'm having a stroke. You have to call the ambulance. (laughs) I'm having a stroke. Craig standing in front of me, he was like, okay, well you're talking to me and telling me you're having a stroke. So you're not actually having a stroke. My fingers were like this and I couldn't move them because I was so dehydrated. And then I remembered I was on like a pretty intense skin medicine that you are not Mm. supposed to drink on. So, I was dead before midnight even happened. I could hear everyone having fun till three a m at the party that I had planned. Wow. and i was I was asleep in the bathroom, like on the toilet throwing up. Oh, my God. It was the worst. And this weekend was the first time I've really drank since then. So I was, like, nervous. Yeah. So now Craig, every time he'll see me, he'll just be like, go like this. That's so scary. Call an ambulance. No, it was so terrifying because I didn't know what was going on. I was like, there's no way this is happening from drinking. Like, I must be having a stroke. Yeah. But-
0: how scary is Just that? Just want to
2: be like having glowing skin, you know? Yeah. The price we <laughs> there. pay.
0: You should be able to party and have glowing skin. I was
2: like, this must be a generic brand of skin <laughs> medicine.
0: <laughs> you have great skin.
2: Thank you. Well, because I'm on the pill. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. What is that, Accutane? No, it's like one lower down from that. It's called spironolactone. Are
1: you sponsored by them?
2: I'm not. No. You
1: will be now. <laughs> spironolactone. So, make sure I just want you to know when we it's, talk about something on the podcast, brands reach okay, out. Okay,
2: I love it because I don't actually even know if it's really expensive, but it's for people with high blood pressure. Mm. Is what mm. it's originally for.
1: So, Ben yeah. and I qualify. We do. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Curve.
1: A cu- a couple of weeks ago, we spoke about Merrells on the podcast because our mom's like Merrells. Remember those shoes? No. Oh, oh
0: you, know you are such a cool pick. girl. Show, she doesn't even you, know Meryl. No, she, it's not even no, in she, her she, lexicon. She, she <laughs> knows Meryl, I'll show you quick. That's that amazing. You, she doesn't you, know you, brand name or uh, off brand knows and <laughs> <epic>. she doesn't <laughs> know Meryl. The, That's these are Merrells.
2: <laughs> I've never seen that. You've shoe never
1: seen these swag in shoes in my
0: life. Have you? Have you ever met a sixty-year-old man from Arizona? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the drip what? out there. Well, well,
1: we spoke about Merrill's and okay. now they're fitting us. So,
2: wow. We don't you don't do you, where do you wear them? What do you do in them? Fish.
0: Where, okay. do, where don't you wear them is a the better question. Like, are
1: you guys big fishers? Like big Josh fishing, sport? right? That's where we'll wear them.
0: Fishing. You could wear it anywhere. Like, could you imagine if I was like, if we were on the red carpet at the Oscars, Ben, and they go, what are you guys wearing? And we're like, Meryl and Ozempic. Like, people would plot. They'd lose it. They'd plot. They'd plot. Meryl's. If you don't have respectable pots and pans, you're not a grown-up. So grow up. Okay? No shame. No pressure. But, but... Try something like a caraway pan. That's what me and my wife have. We are such a fan. We didn't realize, because we, we've certainly got some nice pans. And we also had some like that we inherited from like my great-grandmother in World War II. That's not true. That was hyperbole, but you get the picture anyway. And things wouldn't cook evenly. They would be overly sticky and weird. But with caraway, all of that is taken care of. Right. And maybe you've been wanting to make a certain dish in your caraway pan or or you're going to have a party. Maybe, you know, winter's almost over. Maybe you're getting excited for spring and want to have like a spring training Baseball part. I don't know what your thing is, but with caraway and their non-toxic kitchenware that's chemical free, has a beautiful ceramic coating. So things are coming off. Okay. That means it's minimal oil and that you can slide off like eggs, whatever you're doing easily with ceramic coating. And it's well loved. You know, 65,000 people have rated it five stars and they love their caraway kitchen. So visit carawayhome.com slash goodguys to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash goodguys or use code goodguys at checkout. carawayhome.com slash goodguys. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made oh so modern. Paige, we're big fans of your lovely boyfriend, Craig Conover here. What what a gem, what a mensch. And I must ask, Mm -hmm. where or when in the relationship did you first realize that he doesn't wear underwear?
1: (laughs) (laughs) By the way, very bold. Threw us for a loop.
2: Not only does he not like wear underwear, but he'll wear jeans on a plane no underwear. Oh my
1: god. Wow. I'm like
2: you have to be you have to be uncomfortable. And the other day I actually brought it up. I was like, "Do you ever see other men on a plane and think, "Ooh, I'll copy that outfit or ooh, I like that outfit?" And he goes, "Never. Not once." Wow. And I think it was pretty early on in our relationship that I realized he didn't wear underwear because he'd be getting dressed and I'd be like, "I think there's a crucial part of that that you're missing." But yeah. yeah. He only wears them like Every single time if we have to like if he has to put a suit on or like a tux
0: sure. then that's wearing, when he wears the that's underwear when he wears well because the, the I mean the the, no, the material is so, much so much more... thin. You
1: have so much more breathability though in a nice tuxedo pant versus jeans on a plane. <laughs> but can yeah, you yeah, even man. think about it? Josh, imagine an eight hour flight to Israel, tight blue jeans, no. no underwear. You get off the plane, honestly, I think you need to fire extinguish my private partner. <laughs> no, I don't even, I don't even like, it's unbelievable. He'll
2: get on a red eye, <gasps> jeans.
1: Oh, <laughs> sick, I love that. I love it's that for him. Sick. sick, wow. but he, it doesn't,
2: doesn't even phase him. Because
0: he's a legend. It's just, unbelievable. He okay, just he like, marches page. to the beat of his own drum. Yeah, when, it doesn't know. When he undresses without his, you know, uh, <laughs> without wearing underwear, right? So he takes off his pants, but he has his shirt on. Does he look like Winnie the Pooh?
2: <laughs> it's giving toddler, you know, I hate, God forbid it's the winter and it's a sweater and no pants, you know, then it's just like he lost his crayon.
0: That is fucking K.O. <laughs> but
2: yeah, it gives toddler sometimes, for sure. I have to look away.
0: Could you make the case that, like, should Ben and I consider maybe, like, once a week not doing underwear? Are there any benefits?
2: You know, I've asked the hard questions. I've asked the scientific questions of, like, you know, do you ever get nervous that you're going to catch something in a zipper? Like, what mm. if, you know, what if a, a small toddler comes around and he's just wailing and he hits you? You know, what what's going on here? Sure. But he's, he said he's never liked it. So he's just... I always thought it was like guys just didn't like the inside of bathing suits. You know, like Mm. they're always cutting the inside of bathing suits out. But he's everything. He can't have
1: any restriction. By the way, most guys don't cut the insides out of their bathing suits.
2: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Okay, so that's a myth. Most guys wear the netting. Josh, you wear netting, no? I do because they now offer a board short. So I have the choice. You can buy a board short. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, have no, the choice. I just wanted want to clarify. Okay, this, so thank you, you for
2: clarifying. I'm yeah. just constantly getting lied to by men out yeah, here. Yeah, and that. the
1: zipper thing <laughs> is very real. Yeah, I I've would I've probably assume. also told this story on the podcast, but my dad recalls often <laughs> that when he was six years old, he went to the urinal. Yeah. And I don't want to question why... His uncle was pulling up his zipper when he was six. Yeah. A little weird, right? You could probably do it yourself. Right. Caught his nutsack on the zipper at six. And my dad is in his mid 60s and still talks about that story. I mean, day. I. So zippers and nuts are very scary. I it's could very imagine. Scary. And so that would freak me out. Mm-hmm. But as a slightly, a still large man, you need underwear to really protect.
2: I would think what's so. going
1: on. Like mm. you need to be so unbelievably physically fit and secure yeah. to not have like, I don't know, some type of like Spanx light situation yep. going on.
2: I feel like it must just be like a sensory thing for him. He just, yeah. he needs all
1: of the room.
0: Oh, to- Josh, did you see Spanx Usher? Did you see these? Yeah. Well, yeah. it's not Spanx. It's Skims, right? Isn't it? Kings? What did I say? Oh God, they're going to kill me. No, <laughs> Skims. that's Jesse. That's Sarah Blakely. Yes, the, the original Skins, I will Usher. Say. Yeah, Skins, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Skims Usher. I'm just saying, we need a pair.
2: No, you need a pair for sure. If it's How
1: do good, I good enough, enough for Usher, Usher Raymond, it's
0: good enough for me.
2: I will like to know if you guys do go no underwear for scientific reasons. What your findings will be? I
1: have, and it's horrible. You hate like, it, okay. yeah. Like the only time I've ever done it is when I've run out, which happens, yeah. rarely, but sometimes. And. You can't I, do it. I hate it. I also yeah. never understood people that sleep in the nude. I can't do that.
2: No, I can't do that either. I can't do that. It jo- just makes me nervous. It's just weird. Yeah.
0: Why am I naked? <laughs> Josh, do you sleep in the nude? I If I canoodle, I don't put clothes on after. I, really? I, oh. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like in a, a paralyzed state anyway. I can barely get so up. So for I'm the
2: rest a- of the night. You'll stay naked.
0: Yeah, and I feel so grown up. I feel like I'm in a 90s Michael Douglas movie. I'm like, oh my God, who is this in my bed? Oh, it's me. Like it just feels like, very manly. Should I should I, I light a c- cigarette? I will tell you though. Once my son came in at like six in the morning, and I was like, I I I just didn't have any clothes on. And he jumps on the bed, and I'm covered with the cover. And he puts a Netflix show on, and I'm like, I know what I'll do. I'll just sprint to the bathroom, and I'll throw on some clothes. Like I'll pull something out of the hamper or whatever. And I thought I made it out clean. Later that night, I hear my son conspiratorially with my wife going. <laughs> why was dad sleeping naked? It's <laughs> like, that's, I'm like, I'm gonna get picked up by Child Protective Services. Like, this is so upsetting. Wait. Children the are way I, The
1: no, way that th- I need a bedside cigarette, God, that sounds amazing.
2: Right? Like, I can just picture him, like, being naked. Like, I'm not putting the rest of my clothes on and then, like, yeah, doubling down, like, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> so you put
0: clothes oh, yeah. on.
2: Well, it's like 9 p.m. <laughs> but
0: you would put clothes on after you canoodle?
1: I would put back on the underwear that I was wearing before.
2: Yeah, I would put my pajamas
1: back yeah, like on you, to then you, sleep. You remove, yeah, you remove yeah. them for, for the deed. Because mm. we're not Hasidic. It's very Christian Again. of you. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, can't, <laughs> I can't sleep nude. Like just,
2: no, I get nervous. Like, I still feel like I get nervous. Like, what if there was a fire or something happened and you got to, like, get up? Here's the other thing. I get up a lot in the middle of the night. I've been known at like 3 a.m. If I need to eat a scoop of peanut butter, I have to eat a mm. scoop of peanut butter. Fair. So I'm up.
1: I think I pee more in the middle of the night than I should. Mm. I think I have to get that checked. Well. That's 30, babies. I feel like guys just do. I think I, just, I drink a lot of water. Yeah. On days where I drink like six bottles, I won't pee. But the normal day, I'm drinking like 10 bottles of water a day.
2: You're like a like a normal pull and spring size. Yeah, Plastic
0: only. No, God forbid. (laughs) A a canteen. I was going to say, are are you you like a
2: Stanley person? Like, no, no. 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 Well,
0: yeah. My friend's dad, Felix, when we would sleep over at his house around two in the morning every night, Felix would go to the fridge. We'd hear it and we would like scurry to the door and he would walk to the fridge, open it, crack open a fresh, cold Coca-Cola classic, chug it, fart and then go back to bed. And I was like, <laughs> Felix, you are living the dream. The man has had two stints put in and has had one and a half mild heart attacks. And I see no correlation.
2: Wait, mm. cracking Ben's a Coca-Cola oh at two in the morning Just is amazing. Crushed.
1: 2 AM, wow. so good. Frozen? Do you drink seltzer? Oof.
2: I do. I actually am a regular Coca-Cola girl. I'm not a Diet Coke girl. Respect. Yeah, I drink all the seltzer, anything carbonated. I'll put it down.
1: Do you think that seltzer is hydrating?
2: Okay. Me and Craig have had this argument. So I already know because we've Googled it. I was in the camp of like, no, this can't be hydrating. No, No, no way. This can't be good for your body. This makes me bloated. And then Craig Googled it and it was like, yes, it does hydrate you. But I don't believe that. No, it. that
1: was paid for by Big Seltzer. Yeah, I like,
3: don't
2: believe that at I all.
1: I don't think so. Right, Josh? That
0: can't possibly. Why wouldn't when it be? You... It's just carbon dioxide.
1: I know. But like there's something like you go for a run, and you come back. You can't chug a LaCroix and feel good. LaCro- like there's just.
2: I will say I used to I used to date a guy in New York City that he hated flat water so much that he brought seltzer to the gym.
1: Really? And he would
2: chug it at the gym. And I, like, that's, I feel like you're a masochist. No. Because that burn has to be so much more intense while you're working
1: out, I would assume. I can't even imagine. And speaking of that boyfriend, I just found out that a party that Claudia and I went to in the Hamptons maybe 10 years ago with our friend Eric Marks was your ex-boyfriend's house. And you were there and I didn't meet you. And Josh, I want you to know I walked into this house in the Hamptons. Lovely house, walked outside. They set up a full circuit training yep. gym. With some of the <laughs> biggest losers I've ever seen in my life. I walked outside, like a nice pool in East Hampton. There's barbells. These guys are like drinking protein. I'm like, and, and like so running much track. anxiety for me. Insane.
2: Insane, because they would wake up. Okay, this was during COVID. I lived with my ex-boyfriend, another guy friend. He was single. And then we lived with another couple. So there was a total, and then like people would rotate in and out, like whatever. So every morning they would wake up at like a, they didn't treat it like COVID at all. They would wake up 8 a.m. They'd all go outside. They'd start their circuit training. They'd get their trainer on Zoom. He would be telling them what to do. I'd stroll out there at like 1030 with a bagel in my hand. Like we ended up breaking up. (laughs) I'm kidding. We ended up breaking up because I was so stressed out about he was also 10 years older than me and lived like such a different life. But he was so healthy and so regimented that I literally had to break up. with him.
1: No, like the health piece I get at being a complete stranger and walking into that house, <laughs> yeah. expecting like a, a party <laughs> and like going outside. And it's just outdoor equinox is very jarring.
2: Outdoor equinox. Yeah. I give them credit, though. They stuck to their routines. Good for like, them. <laughs> you know, they looked great.
0: Today's episode of the Good Guys podcast is brought to you by AG1. As you know, celebrity Ben Soffer, it's his favorite thing. He loves the taste. He loves how it makes him feel. And for me, since drinking AG1, I have felt energized, nourished, and it also gives me peace of mind to know that I'm getting everything I need in one easy scoop every morning. Now, not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics and more, but... It's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. Listen, getting a little older, and even if you're not older yet, it's good to be proactive about what you put in your body and getting the things that you might not be getting from a normal diet. And... It has supplements to support energy and focus if you find yourself hitting a wall halfway through the day. AG1 is just a game changer. It's got adaptogens, probiotics, which is good for your gut health. And as we know, everything's connected to the gut. It also supports healthy aging and long-term health because it supports your brain and overall immune health. And I'm feeling a little under the weather right now, which means I am definitely going to take my AG1 as soon as this is recorded. So... AG1 is the supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. And that's why I'm excited to welcome them as a new partner. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash goodguys. That's drinkag1.com slash goodguys. Check it out. Paige, what, you know, now that you've found your wonderful Southern King and Mr. Conover, like, was that a welcome reprieve from the douchebags of New York, Ben not included? (laughs) But like, was there, I mean, because he seems very like he has a wonderful non-New York energy about him. Were you over the New York dating scene?
2: He was so non-New York, which I think is what initially attracted me to him. My thing was like, I loved, and here he is on like reality TV. So a ton of people know him, but I loved dating someone that no one knew, like yeah. in my friend group. I was like, great, no one's touched him. No one's been texting him that I know, like that are my friends, you know, cause the New York bubble can get so small and it's totally. like, okay, we've all dated the same person at some point. So that was very attractive to me. And I also think that was something for him too. He liked that I was like out of town, didn't know any of his history and it kind of worked.
0: Yeah, it is fun. It feels like you're dating like a spy when you pull someone from a different (laughs) pond and you're like, this is like, this is Daniel. And they're like, wow, so exotic. And
2: (laughs) Yeah, like every time I would explain it to my girlfriends, I'd be like, and the best part is he hasn't slept with, Anyone we know. Like, that was the (laughs) best part.
1: I've, like, never even dated off of my street. (laughs) (laughs) Outside your shtetl. I I will say. Yeah, basically, like, I lived in, like, the Jewish ghetto. And it's just, like, we picked picked what's around us. That was it.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, I never saw myself dating someone long distance. Like, I never actively looked for that. If I hadn't known Craig and someone was like, oh, will you do long distance? I'd probably be like, absolutely not. There's no way that would be able to work. But for whatever reason, it did end up working out way better than I thought. I mean, I see Craig more than like, I've seen people that I dated in Brooklyn. Like truly, Mm -hmm. like I see Craig every single week. So I don't feel like I do long distance. I feel like we both just travel for work, you know? Right. And
1: how much time do you spend in South Carolina? (laughs)
2: You know, not as much as Craig would like, but in the fall, like I spent the entire month of October there. Mm. And then in the spring, I try and spend another like full month there because the other months, there's just no way I could. Like, I've never been.
1: Is it great? People say that it's great. Okay,
2: it's great. Like like you would love it for a weekend. I feel like I know you too much. Mm -hmm. Like you would never be able to live there. Mm -hmm. Like... You're there for a full week and then you're like, okay, but like, what's everyone doing? Like, we yeah. got, like, it's very slow. It's very Southern and mm-hmm. it's picturesque and beautiful. Great for a girl's weekend. Great to like, go drink with your friends, have good dinners. But then like, at a point you're like, okay, I need to get back to like, Gotta
0: get back to the, the
2: hustle and the bustle. Mm-hmm. So...
0: Yeah, that's interesting because I do have those dreams of like running away to somewhere like Asheville, North Carolina or or Riverdale Bronx and just just (laughs) getting away from the hustle and bustle. But in practice, I'm not sure I could take it. I think I'm ruined by big city. I'm just a big city guy.
2: Yeah, I want to be like, this is I'll never leave. And this is the best thing ever. And I feel so content, but I'm too high strung. Like I'm too... I've been in New York for too long to like, to calm down. I
1: yeah, you're like. neurotic.
2: Yeah. And no, Jewish. I'm psychotic. No. I'm actually not Jewish. No, you
1: are, though. <laughs> okay. No, you have I, the characteristics. The I second you spend like... too much time in New York and you start complaining and you become yep. neurotic and you're pointing out every
0: little thing, it's the Jewish This girl this drinks Coca Cola I... Classic. This is no Jew. No Jew. No, this, this
2: is, is, true. is <laughs> how I realized I became a true That's New Yorker. True. I landed in LA, I walked out of the LAX immediately annoyed immediately pissed off the way they run that airport with ubers
1: is it's, ridiculous. Disgusting. it's disgusting and by the way it's a caste system It's, i can't if you're poor stand it. if you're poor you have to walk 9 miles up a hill yep. to find your literally broken down 2002 <laughs> honda civic yes. with a blind driver yes. and if you have some change maybe you'll get of navigator maybe. right outside, but maybe. probably not. But maybe they'll meet you in the parking lot too. Right, Disgusting.
2: When I land at any New York airport, LaGuardia, JFK, Newark, beautiful.
1: Oh God, the, the, this is where we disagree. <laughs> but
2: the, okay, listen, the way you can get an Uber at LaGuardia compared to LAX, Agreed. you can't. Agreed. So I like, I love getting out to New York City, knowing that there's a cop there yelling at everyone. It's my. It brings me joy.
1: So, so that I'm with you on. I would say that LAX is by far the worst airport. The worst. Actually, maybe second works to SFO because if you walk through the San Francisco airport, mm-hmm. you see the sign for yoga room. That's it. I know I don't belong there. <laughs> I don't belong there. Who's who's going to a yoga room? You
0: can't. But then you come. Well, you to don't these like New a York stretch. Airports. Can you imagine how tight his IT bands are, Page? You could probably see it from there. Don't get too close. <laughs> they might unravel. It's nuts. Yoga. <laughs> His hamstrings (laughs) are probably taut. (laughs) No, no, they're nice and loose now. They're
1: loose, they're loose. But normally, you know, but by the way, actually after a flight, they'd be tight. New York airports though, are nothing in comparison to the rest of the country. The rest of the country, we are missing out. I was just in DFW. Yeah. Oh my God, Dallas-Fort Worth, this airport, the biggest airport in the world. Mm -hmm. I was out from my plane to the door, one minute. Dallas-Fort Worth is the biggest airport in the world? Yes. Marshall, check it. Just be sure. I'm pretty sure. They build it like a spider. Okay. So it has all of these different legs yep. that you can fly into. So you're not all going to the exact same place. Versus LaGuardia, uh. for example, you all, for whatever reason, need yep. to go through security checkpoints to all go to your gates versus right. having multiple checkpoints for multiple gates. So much smarter. So much smarter. The Texans, no. the geniuses. I
2: mean, seriously, that's how. Ha- That's how JFK should be. Why would JFK not be like that?
1: Because they... It's just an endless loop of fraud. No, That's what it is. The it, more time, more construction, more pockets. I'm telling you, this city with our airports. Yep. I think the most fraud and corruption is in our airports. Here's
2: the other thing. There are. I could go down a list of things I hate about New York City Excellent. that I hate, but I'm not leaving. <laughs> I love it. Of course it. <laughs> not,
1: Josh. But you where, abandon us. Well, where yeah. Else oh are you God. As go? soon as I could.
2: Where else are you gonna go? Like, yes, I get. You could go out to L.A. and I do like going out to L.A. Everyone once in a while.
1: He lives on the beach, it's
2: but I, gorgeous. and the only reason I probably, I'm probably not a full LA girly is I genuinely don't know anyone out there. Like none of my family lives out there. I don't have really like any close friends out there. So that's probably one of the only reasons why, but I well, love New York. Well, I Josh, love being has aggravated. O- Josh
0: has an open door policy, literally. Okay, great. So yeah, people Bad. stop by my house constantly. It's great. I, no, what well, you guys are not taking into account, and then we can end this conversation about transportation in New York City, is that- And fraud. No matter what time of day, I flew into New York last month, I got in mm-hmm. at midnight, okay? Beautiful flight. You leave at four o'clock from LA, you get in midnight best. New York, get a nice mm. nine to 12 hours of sleep, you're in the city at 11 the next day. From JFK, at midnight, Paige. It was yep. an hour, ten minutes into the city. There is yeah. never a good time to go or come from the airport ever. Two in the morning or two PM. It's Garbaggio. No, that's true. I'll I'll die on that hill. I love Thrive Market because whenever I have a sweet tooth or I want something crunchy, savory, I think, is there a better option here where I could, like, accomplish said craving and yet still not feel like a total gross, disgusting mess? And Thrive Market was like, oh, that's exactly what we do, right? Thrive Market's my go-to for all my grocery and household essentials. It's convenient. You do everything online, but it's quickly shipped to my doorstep. And being healthy to me is just like – Making an effort to be conscious and and thinking about the things that I'm putting in my body instead of just ripping open a, a fruit snack bag and blacking out. Um, they also, Thrive Market, they restrict hundreds of green ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And so they're, they're thinking about, you know, sourcing methods and the high quality ingredients that are required to feel good. And whether you're looking for organic kids snacks, low sugar alternatives, gluten-free, whatever it is. It's there. They've got all these filters set up to easily find the things you need. And as a Thrive Market member, I save money on every single grocery order. On average, I save over 30% each time, actually. So join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash goodguys for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E, market.com slash goodguys. Thrivemarket.com slash guys. Should we listen to some speak pipes?
1: We should. Just quickly, Seinfeld said it best. Literally, it's probably been three decades. Nobody beats the Van Wick. That's what it is. The Van Wick, you're trapped. You can't beat it. You'll never get there. Constant traffic. But yes, What's the where, deal
0: with the Van Wick?
1: Yeah. <laughs> speak pipe is where we uh, have our morons call in and ask us questions, give advice. I love this. It's really fun. And usually, usually they're terrible Anything
2: questions. ever on transportation?
0: <laughs> yeah, everything. Anything and everything. This podcast sponsored by Pete Buttigieg, the <laughs> secretary of transportation. <laughs> <laughs> and from this one's from Justine.
3: Hey, Josh and Ben. Huge moron here. Thanks for making me laugh (laughs) out loud every week. I have a question about money. So my son is going to be 10 months old tomorrow.
0: Oh, this one's not good. Never mind. Forget this lady's son. Okay, hold on one second. (laughs) We'll we'll do that one. lady and her son. Fuck (laughs) your son. We'll do that. Oh, this one's good. This one's good. Here we go. And from Sky.
3: Hi, guys. I'm a huge fan of the podcast, and I've actually called in before. If you remember the homie Hopper situation, That didn't work out literally whatsoever. But thank you for the advice. I think it was great advice. It's just that relationship (laughs) did not work. Anyways, well, I have this friend, and this is what I need advice on. We, me, and my other friends actually stopped being friends with her because of her boyfriend. She is in a very toxic, terrible relationship, and I am not one to really talk because I've been in terrible, awful relationships. Hence the Homie Hopper situation. But coming from my own experience, I just did not want her to go through what I had to go through. I lost a lot of friends being in toxic relationships. And that's literally what's happening to her right now. And it just got to a point after repeatedly trying to tell her, you know, the things that she was doing was hurting our feelings, like ditching us Repediate for him, like- etc. <laughs> she just didn't listen. So we cut her off. And I don't know if that was a really good decision because I do miss her as my friend. I do love her so much, and same with the other people in our friend group. But it was time for her to grow up, and so we stopped being friends. So just wanted your opinion on that. If you guys have had any similar experiences, thank you so much. (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: Mm. First of all, it's repeatedly, not repeatedly. <laughs> Second of all, and most importantly, just so we're clear, mm. you thought your friend was in a scary, toxic relationship, and you decided to ice her.
2: <laughs> said fend for yourself. She didn't say <laughs> she didn't
0: say scary. That's important. She just said toxic. But because to- yeah. I feel like scary infers violence, toxic infers just emotionally shitty. You're with someone shitty. All, all, just. If somebody's having
1: relationship problems, mm-hmm. you can't ice them. It's the opposite. Yeah. If you're a friend, you bring them in close and you tell them, like, I, I don't want you dating this person because I think they're a terrible person. Yep. But even if they're even if they don't leave them, if you're really friends, you can't leave them when they're in a bad relationship.
2: Yeah, I agree, too. I think the total icing out is a little bit harsh. Also, I think there's so many factors. How old are these people? Like if they're 22 and they're Always. in a toxic relationship like good luck to you like have so much fun if i had a nickel but if they're 30 in their mid 30s then it's like okay don't ice her out then you need to actually like get her a therapist and like help her get out of this so i think i agree with you ben not icing
0: i agree i love the phrase you owe people the dignity of their own experience and while it would be nice wow wow (laughs) look I'm full of them. Holy, <laughs> holy shit. Marshall's at on the floor. thirty 4.30? Out of <laughs> Marshall can't funny. get up. I'm, I'm breath. <laughs> Listen, 16 <laughs> stupid years sober, you think I don't got a couple sayings up my sleeve? I'm like, oh, you said that when me and Paige looked at each other like, oh. <laughs> I gasped. Look, Continue. this is what we are. Look, we can really all be in can. fear. False evidence appearing real. I digress. Um, <laughs> Look, the truth is, is that this girl, she, this is the homie hopper herself, you know, you don't think the scuttlebutt between your girlfriends when you were off <laughs> screwing your friends and then they're the friends of friends that they weren't like, this little promiscuous Polly over here, she really needs to get her stuff together. But they didn't leave you. I agree. Right. You And you can protect yourself and love someone from afar sometimes. You have to let people do their thing and you don't have to be in a day-to-day thing with them. But I agree. Cutting them off, I I always feel it's like it's something for your own ego. It's not out of love for a friend. 100%.
2: Right. Because you're only going to isolate her more and get closer to this guy, which is what you don't want, but she's going to have no one to turn to. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. No one to turn to. So true. Next one from Alyssa. Alyssa.
4: (laughs) Good, guys. Moron here. I'll cut to the chase because, like, I know you guys are very critical about your speak pipes, which is like a little bit uncomfortable <laughs> and a little bit anxiety-provoking for us morons.
0: Oh, shut up, Melissa!
4: Hold your speak pipes <laughs> to a really high standard. But anywho, I was wondering, and this is a question for both of you because you know you're both celebrities. Ben a little bit more obviously, Ben celebrity suffer. But <laughs> when it comes to fans saying hello to you guys in public what are, like, the the go-tos, the don't-dos, you know, because I never want to be an annoying nudge, but sometimes you're like, I see this person who I listen to, I love, I'm a fan, and I want to just say hello or, you know, meet them, but you also don't want to be that annoying asshole, so what is, like, your, I guess, each of your guides on, like, how should the common man approach you guys if they ever see you and want to, like, say, hey, love you? You know, something like that. Love you guys. Bye. Wow.
1: For me, it's very simple. Just don't scare me. Yeah. I
4: was just going
1: <laughs> to say knew that. Any, you knew anything else. Yeah. But, like, one out of every three times, it's a, ah! And I'm like, ah! <laughs> and, and that, like, I... I can't recover. Like, you scared me. And then I come off like I'm an asshole, but I thought I was being jumped. And like, if you, it's just like, oh, Ben, so good to see you. How are you? Picture, yeah. the, or like, like nice to meet you. Like, let's talk. Yeah. I'm personally, I love it. I love talking to people. Love it. It's great. But more often than not, you scare me. Yeah. You scare me. You <laughs> screech. And I jump and then I'm caught off guard. And uh, yeah. You think someone has a gun. Just I mean, we're in New York. Me. Yeah.
2: I will say I'm always very self-aware in New York City, like walking down the street, just because someone could be wielding anything at any time, like trying to kill everyone. So I'm a little, I would say probably a little bitchier at first if someone's just like randomly coming up to me because you don't know what anyone wants. But then once I know it's like a giggler or someone who watches Summer House, I'm like, you could say anything to me and do anything to me. Just don't try and like kill me. And I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty chill that way.
0: Yeah. Just don't murder us. I I agree. (laughs) I remember once I talked about this a week or so ago, my son- Was the puck boy for the LA Kings, right? So the LA Kings hockey team. So he like fist bumped all the players as they're coming out. And now as like a 37-year-old, I forget what an old man I am. Because like half the team is like 23, right? And so I'm standing next to my son and he's bumping away. Bump, 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 bump. And this one guy looks at me and he sees me and he goes, and he's Canadian, of course, because he plays hockey. And he goes, oh, no fucking way, bro. He's like, (laughs) no fucking way fucking legend, bro. And I was like, and then he just walked away. And I'm like, I love you, man. <laughs> I was like, that is, I feel yeah. like all three of us, if someone just came up and was like icon, you'd be like, yes, yeah. I am. And thank you. And they'd be like, can I get a quick photo? And you'd be like, how about two? Like just brief yes. brevity. Brevity is the key. Yeah. I, I feel read. like I
2: get a lot of girls just like walking past each other on the street, like love your stuff. You know, that's great. Yeah.
0: Ideal. Yeah. I wish
1: that that's how old friends work too, you know? <laughs> just like, and I've started to do that. Like I'll just, I'll, uh, Josh knows I take a lot of fake phone calls. <laughs> okay. It's just like my thing. Like if I want to like not be, if I'm in like a scared situation, I think I might be mugged. I take out my phone and I'm just like talking.
2: Like on, on average, how many times a week are you doing fake phone calls?
1: I'd probably do a fake phone call once a month. Oh, okay. Once a month. Okay. But also like if I see someone that I, I don't want to talk to, I'll yeah. take a fake phone call. And it's like, oh, I can you know? Wow. Yeah.
2: I love that. Take
1: phone calls are huge.
2: Wait, I'm going to start doing that because Especially I. Especially
1: th- if you're ever scared. Take phone Yes. Call. Okay. Because they think you're on the phone with the cops. <laughs> or I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll just take my phone and beat me up. <laughs> yes. You just haven't run into the right bad people, Ben. Because they're not no. going to give a fuck.
1: Yeah, totally. I was emotionally mugged like two weeks ago. I also told the story. So I don't want to bore people. But somebody took $40 from me.
2: Oh, you didn't how tell will this. You recover?
1: I didn't tell this. No. Wow. Okay. Wow. What do you know? Let's settle in. Um, I'm uh, on my way to the subway, which I'll just never take again. Nothing good ever happens no. when I go to take the subway. It really does. It is what it is. Yep. Nothing good ever happens. I'm on my way to the subway, and this guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, can Wait, I get what directions? What time of day? All right, you... Three o'clock in the afternoon, okay. broad daylight, yep. very busy. He's like, hey, can I uh, ask you for directions? And I'm, of course, going to give this guy directions. Yeah. I'm like, of course. He's like, and then like once he, we engage, she needs directions. Like, okay, man, I need to get back to Tom's River. I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, my wife will sell you. Here's my ID. I'm like, I don't need your wife's Zell. Like, I don't have any cash. So I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. I I, I can't help you. He's like, well, he like pushes his chest onto me. He's like, well, you could go to the ATM. And I'm thinking what? to myself like, oh, this I'm, thinking piece like, of oh I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like, oh, this is this is no good. This is oh no good. My and I'm and I'm a very what's the word? Conflict averse. Okay. So if I sense a way to get out of a situation by giving somebody something, yours.
2: Yep. Easy. Yours. Best money I've ever Anything spent. Anything you want. Yep.
1: Yours. So I were literally next to a very crowded Bank of America. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I said to, so I said to him, okay, no problem. You wait here. You wait here. Yep. I'll go into the bank. I went into the Bank of America, very crowded Bank of America, took out the $40 that he wanted, handed it to him. I went to the train. He left. Wow. So I see that I was emotionally <laughs> mugged because he didn't take my money. Yeah. But he took my money. 100%.
4: Yeah.
2: It could have been way worse. Way worse. Because, and then you you, you did the right thing, obviously, even though that's so frustrating because at any point he could have pulled out a knife, could I have just, pulled out a gun. Just
1: have it, whatever you want. Yeah. And so Claudia, I think might've told the story on the toast and she got a bunch of people saying that there's a scam going on where they have you go into an ATM and then, I, by the way, all of a sudden, all of these like regular robbers are like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> they're like, oh, they're gonna scan your pin pad and figure out your pin. I don't think that's true. How the hell could they figure that out? That's I, I
2: will say, I nuts. heard that has been happening and my brother works for the city of Albany. <gasps>
3: He does. does he know he the, does. the cops?
2: He's a—he's actually a lawyer. Mm, damn so it. I do—I have heard that that's happening a lot.
1: Like that's cool, but like if he was a cop in Albany, I
2: damn. know I did bash the Capitol and crazy. then I forgot. Like my brother works there. Ben,
0: <laughs> Ben, you're tripping with this guy, and we need to work on your 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 skills on the subway. Let me show you what I would have done. You come here and you ask me for directions, right? I'm just like I'm—I'm I'm just chilling, waiting for the six train. Come on, come up. Mm. Hey, sir, can I have some nah, directions? No. nah. nah. <laughs> Nah, nah, fuck out of here, nah, nah. Uh,
1: (laughs) Josh is literally the nicest person too.
0: He would have done more He would have like Bought them No oh, I wouldn't I would have been like Fuck out of here What the fuck are you talking <laughs> about <laughs> Tom? You, you, you don't live in New Jersey You fuck you Get a fucking job You scumbag You louse You would have put them in an Uber I'll fucking yep, end you them bro. In I'll throw you on the third rail God damn it This fucking scumbag That kills me Someone hurt my friend Forty dollars You could have given that To anyone You could have given that To a yep. kid in a wheelchair I will
2: say and I, I always get really anxious When anyone asks me For directions And nine times out of ten I've given them The wrong directions <laughs> because i'm so nervous that i'm even in that situation no
1: it's a terrible thing to ask it's somebody so for directions <laughs> don't ask me for directions on the street go into a Dwayne reed yeah. and ask the, the ask somebody local to the area or don't ask go me. on your
2: phone yeah you fucking idiot yeah. like everyone yeah. has a phone don't tell me or, you don't
1: or walk one extra block and, and you'll find out where you're going
2: also it's a grid it's literally numbered. Uh, you can't mess it up. You can't so mess it up. You got it.
1: You can't mess it up. So yeah, I was I was emotionally mugged, and as everybody knows, wow. the last time I was actually mugged was when I was thirteen by a six two girl. So, oh my gosh, yeah, it was tough. How I'm old was city. she? Probably seventeen. Would she take from you everything? Mostly my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never live it down. I know. But no, my wallet, and see, I gave her my wallet. I yep. ran into the movie theater mm-hmm. and my friend like stood up to her. She broke his nose. <laughs> One foul swoop. Yep. Now she's Wait, the starting center for the New or York was City Spark. No, no, look. We went to like Jewish day school in the city. We're all wearing matching uniforms. Mm-hmm. keep us looking very nerdy and mm-hmm. just we were an easy target. Yeah. An easy target. Yeah. So they came up to us. Yeah, just for all the listeners, I'm telling you. Somebody comes up to you, they want something, give it to them. Your bor- watch, give it to them.
2: You're born and raised in New York City also. Yeah. Oh, so you and Claudia, did you but you guys didn't know each other until college? Correct. Wow, that's yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah.
0: Why are you laughing? It's just like when suffer, when in doubt, give up. <laughs> yes, when when you're being mugged, give up. <laughs> when in doubt, give them no, your I pin agree. and hope for the best. Facts. I agree. Give up. Well, do you want to make that your What Are You Nuts, men? Should
1: we go to our What Are You Nuts moment of the week? I mean, that one's like too dated. I have a new one, but do you know what What Are You Nuts is? Do you know our, are no. you familiar? Okay, so we have this segment on the show okay. called What Are You Nuts. It's very in line with you because yep. you walk around the city with a critical eye, yeah. hating the world. <laughs> and so we made an entire segment based off it, which is... People, places, things, gripes with humanity. You walk around and you're like, what are you fucking nuts? (laughs) Like, what's wrong with you? I love
2: this so much. Yeah,
1: so we always, every single episode, have a what are you nuts moment. Okay. Josh, you want to start? You want me to start? I'll start.
0: So today I was picking up food at this restaurant. You go in and I'm like, it looks uninhabited. Like, it looks abandoned, right? And so then Mm -hmm. a guy comes out from the kitchen. He looks at me like, what? And I'm like, oh, hi. (laughs) And he just completely doesn't pay attention to me. I'm like, huh. And then, of course, they see a screen to the side that is you order from the screen. No one helps you. And no one tells you, hey, go to the screen. Gotcha. <laughs> so I'm, you know, <laughs> d- plugging in my order, blah, blah, blah. Do I want a combo? No. Do I want the extra dipping sauce done? And then it goes, would you like to give a tip? I'm like, who am I tipping? I'm filling out the order. <laughs> what are you, nuts? This Nuts. <laughs> cool. Am I tipping the, the cook? Like, who gets the nope, tip yep. here? That was crazy. Like, I'm not against, like, a little bit of tip trolling, mm-hmm. but this felt nuts. What are you, nuts? Nuts. Absolutely no, nuts. nuts. I hate that shit.
2: I have a question. Well, we don't obviously don't have a lot in New York City because it's we don't drive a lot. But in a drive-thru, are you tipping? Nope. No. No. Okay, me neither, except at Dunkin' Donuts. Not at Starbucks, though. Why? For, I don't know. For whatever in my head, whenever I'm at a Dunkin' Donuts, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to tip them. And I don't know if they've programmed that into me. Wow. But like, honestly, that could be my Woody and Nuts, but like for myself, like why I feel the need to do that. But I do.
0: Some people we feel deserve a tip and some don't. And maybe, there's no rhyme or reason. Maybe that's
2: what it is. It could be the yeah. chain.
0: You could just
1: like feel just worse like, oh. for the people that work at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah,
2: maybe. <laughs>
0: Totally. I don't know. <laughs> That's, That's what funny. It must is. be that. I'm like, just
2: like, wow, you guys have to deal with yeah, like, a lot of assholes. Totally. Like, whoa. Like, Different clientele whoa, at were... the dunk. Yeah. <laughs> For
1: sure. Yeah. At the dunk. My What Are You Nuts was at the Grammys. Did you watch the Grammys? Yep, I did. I'm watching the now Grammys. I, can't I wait absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. And then this decrepit witch, <laughs> this decrepit witch fucking witch what is her name
0: <laughs> annie lennox what are you rhythmic annie annie, Sweet annie dreams lennox are
1: made of these <laughs> annie lennox comes on she's singing the in memoriam yes mm-hmm. and all of a sudden she goes artists for ceasefire and then puts down her arm and all i have to say is what are you fucking nuts mm-hmm. what are you fucking nuts one stop politicizing our programs stop taking the beautiful Grammys that were perfect to that moment and screaming artists for ceasefire, this crap. And second, if you want to talk about a ceasefire, then say artists for the release of the now 135 hostages still holding held in Israel. And as a result, a ceasefire. That's all. Don't tell one side of the story. Tell both Annie Lennox. What are you nuts?
2: I agree. Mine was going to be Miley Cyrus's hair at the Grammys. Ooh. She looks like
1: Jane Fonda. <laughs> no.
2: I was appalled. Really? That w- Say more. I couldn't believe it. I just, th- I just think she's so, like, I, that was so her night. Like, I feel like everyone but her knew she was going to win. Like, her song really was the song of the year. And I'm not even, like, a huge Miley fan, but I was so excited to watch her, like, accept her award. Because she was so wholesomely excited and, like, shocked. And then when she got up there, I was just like, if you knew or had an inkling that you could potentially win tonight, why'd you do your hair like this? Mm. Like it just didn't go with either of her. And I thought like her dresses were cool. Like her red carpet was very Grammys. Mm -hmm. So I actually appreciated it. Not that I would have worn it anywhere, Mm -hmm. but like, I was like, oh yeah, she looks like a rock star. Like She looks like a famous singer. I'm happy she did this for the Grammys red carpet because everyone else I felt like played it very safe. And then I was just like so disappointed with her. What What, what was that? Did like,
1: she hear her boyfriend's hair? No, I Their didn't. The hair was the same.
2: No, I just, I couldn't.
1: Look up a picture of her boyfriend's hair. Everybody should look up a picture of Miley Cyrus's boyfriend's hair. I'm, a mullet of all mullets. <laughs> he looked like a member of Queen. <laughs> Like so big insane. and back, Miley had the exact same hair. And
2: then I was like, "Am I crazy?" Because no, no one's saying anything about it. I was nuts. like, "She looks amazing." I'm like, "What are you nuts?" nuts. No,
0: she has she a beehive.
1: Doesn't. She has
0: a beehive. Yeah, I am more than ever a Miley Cyrus fan. I think she's yeah. like what you know what I think she's oozing is. This was a weird time to take a pause. Authenticity. <laughs> she feels like yes. the only one there who's like truly authentic. And yep. she's an incredible talent. She looks fucking cool. Like, I'm like, what yeah. is it about mm-hmm. your look? Like, it's just so singular to her. Yeah. And all all the flowers, all the props, all the things to her. Respect. She's great. I agree. And I agree. she doesn't give a rat's. I love it. Which, yeah. I, which I also love.
2: Yeah, I agree, too. And I feel like she's had so many different versions of her. Yeah. And that's got to be hard and emo- like to come out of one and like reinvent yourself and still have people be obsessed with you like I give her a lot of credit throughout her career
0: yeah she crushes thank you for coming on the show you are thank you so much for so wonderful me. your your boyfriend's so wonderful that what a what a match what a pair
2: thank you and
1: before you jump mm-hmm. where not only where can we find you but summer house new season all this stuff Oh yeah uh, giggly squad tour everything like just um, load us up
2: Okay, Giggly Squad every Tuesday. Summer House coming out every Thursday. February. Let me see. Hold on. Actually, let me get. Did you the film date already? That yeah, we filmed. Oh yeah. yeah. Didn't we're- invite
1: me or Josh. What do you
2: know? <sighs> oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. This summer. This summer. Okay. February twenty second. Summer House new episodes.
1: Excellent. Excellent. And tour is tour wrapped or tour? Tour is touring? wrapped. Okay, cool. But there was a there was a Giggly Squad tour. There, there
2: was and there will be an, another one. We'll let everyone know.
1: Wonderful. Wonderful. Five stars. Folks, as always, recommend to a friend. If you don't give this episode five stars, what are you nuts? Find us Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Josh's YouTube. You got to watch this because you're missing out on a lot if you don't watch it. Sure, you could listen to. I'm actually, why am I fighting with people? You listen to the show, listen Mm. to the show. That's fantastic. But (laughs) if you want to watch it again, give us a double count. Also watch it. Follow Paige, follow the Giggly Squad, watch Summer House. And thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Paige.